This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode 90 of Realty Talk with... Chad King from SK Seal Coding. Okay, well, okay, we'll get better at that, Chad. That's all right. And Galen, that's all right. So, first off, this is Chad's first podcast. I told him this morning, he said, did you know you were going to be on a podcast before you came on the podcast? He said, no, I did not. So, um, Ellie, my schedule did not work today, so instead... Chad, who is um, becoming an agent soon, meaning that he's taking all the stuff, he's waiting on the glorious state of New York to give us um, the results back on the test, which um, sound like an old guy here, but back in my day, we got the test results fairly quick. Now it's like a month or more. Yeah, it's almost three weeks on Friday. Yeah, which is insane. I don't know why it takes so long. It's a Scantron test. Run it through. I, just, yeah. I got a bone to pick a lot with, with stuff with the state, but I think that's... People in other industries can uh, hear my sentiments on that or feel my sentiments on that. But um, no, the reason I was, I was joking with Chad is because you said SK Seal Coating and I thought you were going to say Kavanaugh Realty and would have like warmed my heart. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. It's fine. So we're all for one, but that's okay. No, I'm just Not giving some crap. So Chad, um, let everybody know a little bit about, about you. You can mention, mention actually where you work right now and then uh, where you still will work. You're not leaving okay. that, that company, but let us know who you are, where you work. Um, yeah, we'll start there. My name is Chad King. I work, or I live in Shazy Lake, New York. I work seasonally in the summertime at SK Seal Coating and am trying to get into real estate to fill in the void for the wintertime and the summertime. Perfect. Okay. So Seal Coating. So a couple things about Chad. So I met Chad, you kind of reached out, I think through just finding us on social media, right? Yeah, I reached out on uh, Facebook Messenger. Okay. Very good. We met. We met fairly quick. I'd say probably within the week. Mm-hmm. Um, set up an appointment. Talked. You were already kind of like, I don't even, had you had, you had already started your course. At the I time. haven't started my course. I was thinking about starting the course that following Monday. I messaged you on, and you did start the following Monday. Like you started yeah. right off after yeah. we talked. So, um, you got in. Told told me the backstory. Seal coding. Wanted to get in real estate, um, which I thought was kind of ironic because I, as I told you, my. My dad um, started out working in seal coating from the time he was in high school up until the time I was a little kid um, because my grandfather um, started Northern Blacktopping, which is still a company today, and that mm-hmm. was, I think, started in the 60s. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, and they started it, and that was my family's, um, or my grandfather and my dad and his brother's business um, got up until, I think, my dad got out in the early 90s and my uncle a little bit later. I don't know if he listens to this, um, but Larry um, was involved. Um, I don't know. He might have he might have even been closer to 2000 before he got out of it. I'm not sure exactly when they sold it. but um, So the seal coating aspect was kind of funny that you came in with seal coating because that yeah. was, that was a, my, I remember still as a little kid, my dad doing seal coating. So it was, you know, probably 93, 94 before he got, um, gave it up. But um, so what made you want to get into real estate? Uh, I always wanted to do it. I just never did. I just never took the initiative to just go for it. And what stopped you from going for it? And I want to preface, you're not super old. So this is like... No, I'm 22. So I don't know. What stopped me from doing it? Just myself, I guess. I just never just did just it. Just procrastinated. I just, just woke up one day and I went and bought a MacBook Pro and I just decided I was going to go for it. I I am a big Mac guy, so I, I appreciate the MacBook Pro. The... Uh, um, do you have an iPhone? I do. Okay, good. I do. Do you have an iWatch? 
I don't. Okay. I should get also one. Good. I probably will get one. I've, I refuse to get one. You refuse to get one. I refuse to get one. If I, have, if I have to look at my watch and see like text coming in or something, like my phone gets enough activity. I just yeah. like quiet is sometimes a good thing for me. So I, you That's know, true. so um, yeah, the watch, the watch would defeat the purpose for me. But um, so, and when you say you always wanted to get into real estate, like what, what does that, what did that mean? Like what about real estate drew you to, to it? I don't know. And I was always going around doing these driveways since I was 12 years old. I always just thought the homes were really cool. And I just kind of wanted to work with homes and people. And what's your thing that, why do you think you'd be good at real estate? Like what's, what drew you in? Cause I, I gave you kind of the pros and cons. We've talked about this before in the podcast of like, if you're a new agent, what's the pros and cons and what's easy and what's hard about it. But, um, what would be your initial like Hey, this is, I think this is a business for me. This is why I think I can be good at it. This is why I will succeed. I think I'd be good in real estate because the amount of exposure I get. I'm do usually 400 to 450 residential driveways every summer. And I don't know. I just talked to a lot of homeowners and not a lot of people get to do that. So I figured it'd be a perfect field. Yeah, and I think I think the benefit for you is, you know, someone that's younger, a lot of times the hardest thing about getting into real estate is you don't have a big network of friends um, or sphere of influence or your circle that is in the market to buy homes. Typically, a lot of kids coming up, if you're 22, your friends are probably around the 22 age mark. Maybe a dispersion of a couple years both ways, but it's not, for the most part, your friends aren't old, don't have a house. And even if you have friends that are old and older and own a home, um, again, real estate's an industry that most people know multiple realtors. And, you know, so... I'm sure a lot of friends of mine or business associates know me and know 10 other realtors and probably have a good relationship with like 10 other, you know what I mean? So it's, it's one where, um, you having access to people and having relationships with people that one own homes, I mean, one are, you know, older, but two also own homes. Mm -hmm. Like it does give you more access. That's a huge advantage for someone getting in that, um, because real estate's about, relationships it's who you yeah. know it's who you like or people do business who they know like and trust so it's all relationships you already have people that know like and trust you to still coat their driveway do those same people trust you that hey it's real estate but we like chad we know chad mm-hmm. chad always done well for us and he's just someone that I, you know he does a good job here and he'll do a good job with with you know some other industry yeah because they already hired me one time before or at least one time before yeah and it's uh now what is do you have any hesitations about real estate of like hey this is something i'm i'm nervous about or scared about or um you know maybe something that i think i'm gonna have to overcome uh the only thing i'm really scared of at this point in time is waiting on the test results here <laughs> and uh other than that I've, i'm usually usually all for something new i'm not somebody just uh not try something new i guess so nothing freaks you out about this like oh man, i mean it's definitely a little scary. intimidating because it's a whole new world and i'm not used to any of this mm-hmm. I'm, everything i've learned everything in the last two three months before that i didn't know really anything about real estate um no which is fine and i think the thing that i'm excited about i always love when new people get into real estate but if they get in with like a very um like a lot of enthusiasm and, yeah. and then also back it up with action. There's two things. You can be super enthusiastic about getting into real estate. Most people are. They want to take the time to get into real estate if they weren't. It's the ones that get in really, really excited. Um, 
and then all of a sudden it's like they just kind of fizz out. Lose interest. They lose yeah. interest. They burn out. They just like that initial hype excitement wears off. They come here, you know, you get a couple, you know, activity levels here and there. You go to a networking event. You hang out with me. You do a podcast. You put a couple social media posts out. And people are like, oh, my God, you're in real estate. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I still haven't sold a home. Yeah. There's a lot of – you got to really work to, to, to establish yourself in this business. And um, the – you know, if you can back up the enthusiasm of like I can do it with action and, and, and also a lot of it's just perseverance. It's like, yeah, you're going to – it's going to be tough. I don't think I've ever seen anybody get into real estate and from day one just cruise into it and be like, honestly, I don't know what everybody's you know, worried about. This is actually a really easy thing to do. That's not the case. Um, right. Everybody I've gotten into – I would say high 90%, high 90s percent um, that typical conversations with people six months to a year into it is, man, I'm getting discouraged. Like this is, I thought it would be easier. I don't think anybody said I thought it would be harder. Most people were saying I I thought it would be easier. I could see that for sure. Which I don't want to, again, obviously scary. We've had this conversation before, so it's not, I don't think it's anything that's like freaking you out. It's usually my, you know, my standard meeting to get in real estate. Let me give you like, let me give you paint the what I deem is a real scenario, which is going to be a real scenario for ninety five percent of people, um, and just make sure you're aware of it because I think if you make it, people come in and say it's going to be sunshine and rainbows, and like, hey, kid, you're going to crush it. Like, mm-hmm. all you got to do is show up and get your license, and then you know, get your or get your uh, license and show up, and people are going to flock to you to be become an agent. Um, again, there's a hundred and fifty something agents on, locally in our board. Why do you deserve to have a client over all 150? When a lot of them are better, more experienced, more knowledgeable, everything, what makes you better than them? And that's that's really the question you always have to answer. Yeah. At least I had to do that. And that's, um, it's not easy. I mean, you got to really, and a lot of it is looking at yourself and, um, you know, I think if you're you're honest with yourself and don't, you know, think that you're better and I'll be like, I'm just better because this is me and I just think I'm better. It's like, well, no, you got to prove it. And, yeah. um, and even when you're not proving and you're not living up to where you should be, I had this conversation actually with the person I was talking to before you came and I said the same thing. Like I'm struggling. This is some stuff I'm struggling. I need help on it. And I'm not, it's cause I'm aware I can, I can look at myself and judge, I say judge myself, but almost and like self reflect on myself yeah. and say, Hey, listen, like, no, you're not better at this. You need work on this. This is a weakness and now we got to fix it. And you got to have the humility to do that because a lot of people won't, they won't admit that they're, um, not in a good spot or admit they don't know something like me i'm like like hey if i don't know something give me someone that will help me or will point me in the right direction because i want to get there quicker yeah so totally. um so chad what is as of right now what's been your favorite part of real estate now granted we are still waiting for you've shadowed a few times you've been to some trainings you've just kind of hung out first podcast what has been the most fun thing you've done so far and what is the thing you're most looking forward to doing Oh, let's say the most fun part so far would be, I don't know, touring new homes, new homes, seeing different stuff every time. It's different. It's not the same old thing every day. And what was the other question? Because we took a cool trip out in the fields that one day. Yeah, we did. Else. I thought it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was actually a, that was actually a fun, like, yeah. you don't get to do it every day. So some yeah. of those like little, feel like a road trip or fun. Um, and then the other one, what are you most looking forward to doing? Well, I'm most looking forward to start a new profession. Just be, hopefully be successful in it and just get out of the shell and just try something new, you know? Um, no, I, I like that. I like that. Now, um, is there anything, so typically 
I don't want to dive too much in the weeds. Like I said, today will be a fairly quick podcast. We'll we'll we'll, we'll convene our our, uh, our training a little bit after this too. We'll go over some stuff. Yeah. But we had we had to get our podcast in. Like I said, I want to stay consistent, make sure we get our stuff in. But um, Chad, we typically end every podcast. So Ellie usually co-hosts with mm-hmm. this. You have not listened to this podcast, I'm assuming. I haven't. I okay, haven't. at least we're honest. Yeah. So that's that's good. Um, so Ellie and I have done 90 of these, and wow. we we co-host and. We usually come up with an office quote of the day, if you watch The Office, or a fun fact, or something that people don't know that you would just think like, or a Mythbuster. We've done different things. So anything that you would like to share, you can cop out by taking an office quote. That's the only place you can you can quote. We're not quoting Friends or any subpar show. Um, if you don't agree with that, don't care. Office. <laughs> office over Friends. Um, yeah. And then if you, or like I said, fun fact. Want to give me like an example of just a, a pre-run of what a fun fact? Yeah. So one day Ellie talked about um, a deep sea fish that was like a, I forgot what it was even called. It was a freaky fish, and she told us some stats on the that freaky fish. It was a fun fact of the day. Wow. That could mean nothing to do fun with real fact estate. Of the day. I think I wow. one fun fact one day was the origin of cup of Joe. Why it was called a cup of Joe? The coffee nicknamed cup of Joe. So that was another fun fact. Could be something with seal coating. Could be something that you just randomly saw in the news the other day, or randomly Random saw in like fun fact. Wow, this was a this was a fun fact. I didn't know about that. I already know. I actually I got one. I didn't know that the old stoves, the old like home stoves with like the circular circular burners on it. Yep. I never knew prior to last week that they flip up so you can clean the underneath of them. Maybe that's just before my time. But those old circular. Ovens, yeah, like you, you pull the gr- yeah because it's electric, so it has the prongs. No, the ones that had like the circles and those holes. It's yeah, like but a they, coil. It's like a coil. Yeah, but typically those, like the whole thing. Yeah, but they usually have they usually have prongs that go into like the the outlet part of it, right? Yeah, down on the bottom. So you pull that out and then you flip over over, over like the basin. <laughs> no, you literally take the whole the whole top of it and it flips right up. I couldn't believe my eyes the first time I seen it. I, it's I'm telling you, it's wild. Okay, I'd have to see it, but I think I don't have what to see it about. to believe it. It's like you know how there's like stove four circular yeah, yeah. coil burners. Yeah, the burners yeah. Yep, and the whole top pulls up. That must be this the style of the oven, because what you can do a lot of times is sometimes they're individual. They're like mm-hmm. almost like uh, metal, I guess, whatever. But they're they're uh, like basin bowls or whatever that go underneath. Right. That you can pull out the coil on take the prongs out of wherever it's like the outlet part of it and then you can take that bowl thing and flip it up and you can actually wash it dry it and put them back in and then reconfigure it it's probably the same concept probably it might just be concept. this style of fridge but or a style of um oven but i get what you're saying yeah so wow. i learned that last week I wasn't sure my fun fact um i'm an avid podcast listener my favorite's joe rogan which i said that multiple times but he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. I'm a big space guy. I love like when I listen about stuff with space. So, two fun facts. This is gonna be a double whammy for folks, and I just got this from from listening to the podcast. So I'm just regurgitating what I saw. But number one, so Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's an astrophysicist. I think he did the documentary called Cosmos. I think it was on Netflix or something. One of the two. So first off, if something is, if you see light. If you see light shining at you and we say that planet or that not planet, that star, if you see light, it's a star, typically a star. If we see that star, it's radiating light. That light, that planet is 
14 million light years away. Okay. What he was saying is it's taken 14 million years for that light to be to be visible from Earth. Right. So hence 14 hmm. million light years away. But what he said was that the universe is infinitely growing larger. So it it just keeps expanding. Like the Earth it's not like we're at the edge of universe. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Hmm. So he goes it's 14 million light years away. But he goes, what we haven't, maybe it's not, I might have this part wrong, but he said that is, star is technically not 14 million years away because it has, it has, it's still expanding. So right. really it's taken 14 million light years. And these are light years. I forgot how fast light um, yeah, I don't know travels in years. It's fast. It's not getting in your car driving 60. It's a fast, fast time. So 14 million years of that going on for us to see it, how far back as that gone because that's the initial light that we have seen right but now we're seeing like new light you know what i mean like you're always seeing that's new crazy. light so that's that's fact number one fact number two which that, that was already crazy mm -hmm. fact number two which is even crazier i believe this is called uh is it quantum physics i think it, uh i think it's quantum physics or law of rel relativity one of the two einstein whatever look it up so what he was saying is that Based on the, I think it's the law of relativity, meaning relationship and that certain t times in space age at different time lengths. Mm -hmm. He said, and I believe, and I do not know if this is true, I've not seen the movie, but it's on my queue, is Inter Interstellar. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. With Matthew McConaughey. I have not watched it. I think it puts this premise into play. So if it is, and this doesn't sound crazy because you saw that movie, I apologize. I think it's cool. Not everybody's seen that movie. So mm -hmm. listen to this. He said that if you get on like a spaceship or get on whatever, something moving, mm -hmm. and go out at a certain time away from Earth in light years, and I forgot what he said, and you go out at a certain speed for six months, turn around and come back to the Earth for six months at whatever this speed is. He said because of the law of relativity, he goes, and this is the crazy thing, you... Chad, if you were to go out six months and come back six months, but you're moving at a certain speed, but the time frame for you is only a year. Right. You come back a year older. Okay. By the time you come back, though, the Earth could be a hundred thousand, a million, ten million years older because of the way things age, because you're going out at a certain speed. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The time warp. So you have to wrap your head around. Because then it's like, oh, I can just like get on this high-powered rocket ship, whatever going x amount of speed obviously it's an ex a crazy amount of speed go out six months meaning you just travel at that time that or you travel at that speed for six months mm -hmm. and it brings you wherever in the universe you turn around and you do the same speed back to earth so you're back basically round trip back in a year in chad days 365 days right. to you but you show up and our planet could be a hundred million years older Wow. Nothing you know is on the planet. The planet doesn't even look the same. We have like Mount Everest is now a pond. Yeah, like who knows what right. could happen? But I'm saying like you show up in a year and Earth has changed that much because of the – I think it's a lot of relativity. Wow. That's a lot right there. And, he's, and he was just saying this like, yeah, no, that's how it would work. But obviously we don't have a way to travel that far. So it's never been fast, Not far, that fast. No, never been no, done. No, no, no. I mean you have to – the absurdity of how fast you would have to travel in order to make that happen 
I don't know the speed. If somebody knows and you're listening and you want to reach out and explain it a little better, I would love to because I'm fascinated by this idea. But just the idea of that. It's crazy, actually. Like, never, is, I've never even heard nothing like that before. Have you seen, there's a video if you go on, and I forgot what it is, but it's relating planets and stuff to other planets mm-hmm. in size. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen so that. So I'll start out and be like, oh, here's the moon. And be like, okay. And then I'll be like, okay. Oh, I've seen that like on Facebook. Yeah, like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, like our solar system's a speck. And then it's like, here's the galaxy. And that's yeah. a speck and something else. And that's a speck and something else. And you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. It's I'm not- so insignificant right now. You believe in aliens? Yes. I do too. I do too. Do I think that aliens are like circling around our globe right now? I don't know. But oh, this is also what he said. That... Now this might be this might be quantum physics. I don't know. I got to look those up. He said because the Earth is basically infinite because it just keeps expanding and growing, that there's different um, verses basically, and that Chad King could be talking to Galen in a in the same setting, in a completely different place, in a different world, in a completely different world that we'll never even come close to seeing, but it's just happening. So he goes, there could be millions of Chads out there. Hmm. Because of how big the universe is and everything I else. I, so if, I believe that. So if you're like, okay, if that's the case, which seems crazy how that would also be the be a case, but if that was the case, then like there's definitely some other species out there. Yeah, I don't think there's any logical reason to believe that we are the only ones out here in this big galaxy of a world. Not even close. Not even close. I bet you there's millions of other, mm-hmm. billions of other Earths out there with yeah. people that are inhabiting... People, I just say species. Could be dinosaurs. Could be species. Could be yeah. Could be aliens. Could be amoebas. I don't know. Could be something we've never seen as well. Hundred percent. Could be a flying. I don't even know. Flying like owl with a bat with a (laughs) T Rex arms, and I don't know. It's just something crazy. So, all right, that was those were good fun facts. That was good fun facts. That was actually like time that like warped our minds and warped our listenership's minds. Really did. Chad, you're just. Wow. Conf- I'm, I think we're both confused, and I was the one that told you the story. Still I'm still confused. About it. Yeah, still thinking about it. It's deep. It's deep, really deep. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm contemplating life right now. <laughs> I know. Like I'm sitting it's there, I'm like, I, my rest of my day doesn't matter. I'm just gonna like, just stare off in the space and just say, in the wow. abyss of it all. Yeah, and just say, I'm so insignificant right now. <laughs> all right, we're gonna end there. Yep. Episode ninety, Realty Talk. Chad, thank you for joining. Chad King will be an agent soon. Um. Do you have your business profile stuff done up yet? On the social media? Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that until I get initiated or whatever. Okay, Chad's going to have that set up within the week because we're not going to wait. I'll make sure you do that. We'll be good. Yep. So look for him within the week. Chad King, Kavanaugh Realty, also SK Seal Coding. We can do a plug. He's out, open for business. Give him a call. You should be seal coding your driveways every... Two to three years. There you go. If you need more information, reach out to him. Um, I think that's it. Episode 90, Realty Talk. We're out.